Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. Now it's time to drop around to Cozzy's Corner. Indeed, it's always a pleasure to catch up with Mr Roman Coz. Good morning, Roman. Uh, good morning, Terry, and good morning to our fantastic listeners. Uh, what's the weather like in uh, Shepparton this morning? Well, it's, don't believe it's raining right this minute, although it has been. Quite a bit of rain overnight. Uh, well, I'm in South Kingsville at the moment, near Yarraville, so um, it's uh, been quite nice here. So, uh, yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed that the rain stays away a bit, eh? Yes, that would be probably um, desired at the moment. I've got okay. um, a very squidgy backyard. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, uh, today I'm going to be talking about a world-famous actress who unfortunately died uh, just uh, less than a couple of weeks ago, and her name is Angela Lansbury. Uh, she was born on October the 16th, 1925, and she almost made 97, which is a fantastic effort. Uh, her mum was an Irish actress. Her dad was a politician, but unfortunately her dad died when she was nine. Mum remarried, and they decided to go to New York in 1942 to further her uh, mum's um, acting uh, uh, business, you know, etc. career. Uh, and uh, along the way, Angela met a guy called John Van Druten, who um, was a film director, playwright, and um, he got her a role in a film called Gaslight in 1944 opposite uh, Ingrid Bergman, who many will remember opposite uh, Humphrey Bogart in that film Casablanca and opposite two males called Charles Boyer and Joseph Cotton, who were pretty well-known actors at the time, and she played a Cockney maid. It was the first film she was in, and it was, and she was the first film she was nominated for an Oscar, so not a bad start, Best Supporting Actress Oscar she was nominated, but unfortunately didn't win. I'd be uh, intrigued to see that film. Have you seen it? Yeah, which, Gaslight? Mm. No, I haven't actually seen Gaslight. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah, no, it, was, it was a major film at the time, that's for sure. Um, a couple of years later, she appeared in a film called National Velvet opposite uh, Elizabeth Taylor, as, um, and she played Elizabeth Taylor's uh, sister, Edwina Brown. Elizabeth Taylor played Velvet Brown. Uh, and um, the following year, she was in a film called The Picture of Dorian Gray. I don't know if you know anything about this film, Terry, but it was an Oscar Wilde story about a guy who sells his soul and his photo or his picture ends up on this frame forever and ever, amen. Uh, it sells his soul to the devil, really weird film, but uh, I can remember seeing it years ago and thinking, gosh, what, that's, uh, that's a strange film, that. But she won uh, a Golden Globe Best Supporting Actress for that, and she was again nominated for an Oscar for that National Velvet role. Uh, so she's been in two films and been nominated for Academy Awards both times, uh, but she lost uh, to the mother in the film, uh, played by Anne Revere, so uh, no luck there. In uh, 1947, at the age of 22, she married a guy called Richard Cromwell, who was an actor. Now, the problem with Richard was that he was gay, and he was hoping that his marriage would turn him into a heterosexual with uh, with Angela. Yeah, that uh, never worked very well, did it? No, no, it didn't work again this time, because the marriage only lasted about 12 months. But, and this sort of shows the character of Angela, and uh, from everything I've read, they remained friends forever and ever. I mean, you know, she, she was just one of those stoic type of people. Uh, MGM cast her in a further 11 films, but by 1952 she'd had enough of the films that they were putting her in and she decided to branch out on her own. 1958 she ended up in a film with Paul Newman and Joan Woodward, uh, the husband and wife team, in a film called Long Hot Summer. 
And in the same year, um, she was opposite Rex Harrison, who many people remember as Dr. Doolittle in My Fair Lady, uh, in a film uh, called Reluctant Debutante. Now, this film had a little bit of history about it. It was directed by Vincent Minnelli, who was Liza Minnelli's dad. Uh, so she was very happy. She was back in A-grade films. 1962, The Manchurian Candidate, opposite Frank Sinatra, and Janet Lee, and many people remember Janet Lee in that film Psycho. Have you ever seen that film Psycho, Terry? Absolutely. And the Manchurian yeah. candidate, she played this really wacky, creepy yes. character. Yeah, well, I hope nearly every character in that film was creepy and funny. So, yeah. Well, blow me down if she doesn't get a third supporting actress nomination. And she's only been in the movies 18 years, uh, which, you know, which is not much in the movie careers. And she's been nominated three times. Sadly, she loses out to Patty Duke, uh, who played Helen Keller in that film, The Miracle Worker, um, opposite Anne Bancroft. Uh, uh, people might remember Anne Bancroft uh, in The Graduate, opposite uh, Dustin Hoffman. And, uh, uh, and I don't know if you've seen that film, uh, Terry, but uh, gosh, she, she was a well-deserved acting award. She, Patty Duke was only 16, and gosh, the effort in that film was enormous. Uh, further films followed. They were okay, but uh, there was nothing great. But finally, she gets a lead role in a musical called Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. And here's another little string to her ability. She's, she's able to sing a couple of songs, and that, from what I basically remember, 1970, spends a fair bit of time on the stage. 1975, a little bit of trivia. She knocked back the role of Nurse Ratched in that film, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, opposite Jack Nicholson. So, um, yeah, just one of those ones she let go by. But in 1980, she's in a film called The Mirror Cracked, and she plays Miss Jane Marple, an Agatha Christie uh, character that was uh, created back in 1927, uh, where she plays a female amateur detective. Uh, so uh, we'll get back to detectives very shortly. 1991, she sang the title song to the animated film Beauty and the Beast. <clears throat> now, the song won an Academy Award, a uh, Golden Globe for Best Original Song, a Grammy Award for Best Song for a Movie, and also a Grammy nomination for Album of the Year. So, um, gosh, she's a very talented girl. Just popping back a little bit, in 1983, um, she appears in a TV series, which we all know her for, called Murder, She Wrote, as Jessica Fletcher, a retired school teacher who solves murders in her travels, and as Angela said, she was the American Miss Marple. Another little bit of trivia, Doris Day knocked back the role of uh, of Jessica Fletcher, so uh, Angela ended up with that. Terrific series, lasted for 264 episodes. Uh, Angela was nominated 10 times for um, for various awards, the Emmy Awards, and won uh, four of them. And the show was nominated 12 times and won three. It was a very, very popular TV series. Uh, from 1997 to 2003, there were four television films as well to do with... Uh, Jessica Fletcher and her skills. And as we speak uh, right now, there's actually some sort of spin-off book series, but I couldn't really find out much about that. And along the way as well, there's been two video games released as well. It was about her character in that particular show. So they really, really knew how to milk, uh, milk the franchise. Uh, she re Just going back to her private life, she remarried in 1947 to actor-producer Peter Shaw, uh, no films of any notes, not uh, uh, but two children. One of them, Anthony, ended up being a director and actually directed 68 episodes of Murder, She Wrote. So there's an interesting thing, uh, the son directing uh, an actress like that in shows. But, you know. Now, the last bit of trivia, 
Angela was the second cousin of novelist, actress, feminist writer, Coral Lansbury. Do you know that name, Terry? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, well, very, <clears throat> very, very interesting character, this Coral, because I started to read her life story and I thought, gee, here's a person you could do a life story about. The interesting part about Coral, she was the mother to Australia's 29th Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull. Now, that's a little bit of trivia. Yes, I did. I did know that she had met Malcolm when he was a little boy, and that they'd caught up relatively recently. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, look, when I read that, I thought, oh yeah, I think I vaguely remember reading it somewhere years ago. But now, look, I could say much more about Angela Lansbury because I've basically skipped her massive career on stage because we've only got a certain amount of time. An extraordinary life as an actress, and uh, she was just such an easygoing person. Apparently, just preferred the casual home life of the family and friends. Her favourite TV shows were Roseanne and Seinfeld. Just a very, very basic person, but, uh, um, you know, she was something to write home to your mum about as far as acting and that. So, uh, quite, a good, yeah, quite, quite a good singer too. Well, yeah. So I, look, I honestly don't remember the songs, um, so I know you're going to be playing something for us this morning, and I'll, I'll be very interested to, to listen to that. Well, I'm not sure what year the production was of Beauty and the Beast. It was a, uh, animated and animated in the old-fashioned way, not, um, you know, com- computer-generated imagery as they do these days, but, you know, hand-drawn, Disney, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and she played the part of Mrs Potts, who was the teapot. And um, in this song, she sings Be Our Guest, which I think all the various um, bits and pieces around the house, such as Lumiere the Candle and uh, and her and her little um, Mrs Potts's little baby teapot, I can't remember the name, um, they all kind of got together to sing a song to welcome uh, beauty into the house. Well, so, that, so that's what I'm going to play for you, Be Our Guest. But well, that's, uh, it was 1991, Terry. Oh, there you go. I've got there it in go. brackets here, so... Uh, All right, let's have a listen to it and we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks very much for all that, uh, Roman. R.I.P. Angela Lansbury. Righto. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.